Snow whipped across the road, almost horizontal, like swarms of ashen insects caught in the glow of the minivan's headlight. Singular. Its mate had given out as Irving Ellery made the transition from Bay Highway to Mile 5 Road. Just a fast pop, and the road ahead was dimmed by half. Continuing was a risk, he knew. All he needed was some gung-ho rookie in a blue suit to light him up and pull him over for an equipment violation that might end with him signing a citation requiring him to correct the deficiency. Or it might end worse. The bag of meth under the passenger seat could make it a whole lot worse. But he put that out of his thoughts, stayed focused on the road, what he could see of it through the weather and the six-pack haze slurring his gaze. Just a few miles, he reminded himself, just up the road to Grandin Crossing, hang a right, drop the stuff, and he'd be on his merry way, with a bag full of cash and... Shit! He glimpsed in the rear view, a set of headlights maybe a hundred feet off his back bumper. An instant before there had been only darkness. Just be cool, Irving told himself. He followed that advice for the amount of time it took him to glance again in the rear view and see the car behind him light up like a Christmas tree. Fuck me! The lights were red and blue, to be sure, but they weren't spinning and pulsing atop the vehicle drawing close behind. They were flashing on and off between the bright headlights, vaguely concealed behind the car's grill. This was no state patrol or Port Riggs traffic unit on his tail. This was a cop car meant to not look like a cop car, until it wanted to. That screamed one thing to Irving, undercover, and in his world undercover meant one thing, narcs. The snow scoured the windshield before him, whether that might be his only chance to avoid a certain trip to lockup, and state prison after that, back with the animals. No way, he said and mashed the accelerator to the floor, the minivan whipping about on the slickening road before its tires grabbed and drove it fast into the storm. The lights faded a bit in the rear view, then grew again, burning on his tail, siren wailing now. No way he could outrun them in the decade-old mom bus he'd paid a grand for, but that wasn't his plan. Not at all. He knew what he had to do. Drive crazier than his pursuers were willing to. Looks like he has reason to run, Danny commented from the passenger seat, grabbing a handhold as his partner steered them through the fast turn that Irving Ellery was taking faster. He has lots of reasons, Jack said, staying in sight of the minivan without pushing it. Danny squirmed as the road straightened, taillights ahead growing smaller. He's pulling away. He either runs out of gas or luck, Jack said, chancing a glance toward his partner. Pretty decent cop taught me that about pursuits. The name didn't need to be spoken for Danny to know that Jack was talking about his former partner, and it didn't take long for his words of wisdom to be borne out. He's losing it. Jack slowed at his partner's words, twin red dots ahead flaring as the minivan braked hard, too hard, ass end spinning toward the road's gravel shoulder. The front jerked across the asphalt, and in an instant the old Ford was skidding, out of control, nose plowing into a snowdrift, front crumpled and steam gushing.
Irving pulled back the airbag that had met him halfway to the steering wheel and glanced fast to the right. The red and blue lights were almost on top of him. He grabbed at the handle near his left knee and threw his weight against the door, but it didn't budge, the bulk of the snowbank wedging it in place.